Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am Lauren. Hi Lauren, I'm Charles, and I don't care about conventional society. <laughs> what lives? What life? <laughs> Who cares? I bet you're a real yo-yo. <laughs> um, we're doing a new series today. I'm really excited. We're doing a new series called Backtrack. Uh, yeah, I know I should enter, enter claps in here, um, where we're going to be talking about movies that came out before 1990, because there are a fuck ton. And this is not going to be every month, like forward flash, but it's kind of like whenever we feel like it. Mm. So I just wanted to have like kind of the program in place so that people would say, you know, would you do this movie? Would you do that one? So yeah, we're definitely going to do movies before 1990 because there's a fuck ton of them. and yeah. <laughs> We can't just do 90s movies forever. So my um, first question was to you, not question, but we came up with this because you asked me just recently and I was like, yeah, I had talked about it. I was like, well, what should we do? So our choices were Rebecca. Um, oh, that's such a good. That's such a good one. Such a good one. I believe that's 1940 by Alfred Hitchcock, yes. Laurence Olivier, uh, Joan Fontaine. Great, great film. And what Dame? Uh, what's her name? Dame? Oh gosh, uh, Judith Anderson. Who plays Anderson? Anderson. That's her name. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, that is uh, another great one, which we will definitely do eventually. But it was between that or Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. So I was like, we have to do Rebel. Like that is yeah. just one of my favorite yeah. movies. I'm not sure if a lot of people who listen to the pod, uh, really, I don't know if you not not that you don't know about it because you definitely know about it, but I don't know how many people have seen it. So if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it. It's on HBO uh, right now, mm-hmm. uh, but it's fairly like easy to rent though. But it's like it's just like one of the like yeah, it's, it's like a classic film. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Oh God! Um, 1955, uh, and directed by Nicholas Ray, who also wrote the story. But this premiered October 27th, and I know that most people know that James Dean died crazy young, and I think he starred in three films officially, like that were yes. like big roles, right? Yeah. Um, and th- he died September 30th, 1955, and this film premiered like just shy under a month after he died. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, and then Giant, I believe, came out in 56. Yeah, because I know that it's um, this movie and Giant in East of Eden are like mm-hmm. the big, big three. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think out of his three, I'd say this is probably my f- f- favorite one. Um, I've not seen Giant, actually. I've, seen, I've just seen East of Eden recently. It's, I mean, Giant and East of Eden are both pretty good. Like, you know, Giant you know, has like Rock Hudson and Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor, and, yeah. You know, Mercedes McCambridge, who played the voice of the demon in The Exorcist. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's good. Like, um, it, um, it's where I think that, like, uh, I think he... I think he was nominated for an Oscar for Giant, but it, he really has like a supporting role oh, you know, like, okay. for the most part. But I mean, it, it, it's still, you know, like, you know, vintage, like James Dean, you know, it's, yeah, just, it's, it's like still, still like, watching, yeah. you know, and he, he's in a cowboy hat and it's all like windswept and dusty. And, you know, he's like <laughs> smoking a c- cigarette and you can tell he just cannot be bothered with your problems. So <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a, a complete travesty that he wasn't nominated for an Oscar for this movie. Well, I, um, okay. So I actually do have an explanation for, for that. So, oh, you do? No, what yeah. So, so he wasn't nominated for this movie, but he was posthumously nominated for East of Eden this exact same year. 
Oh, wow. So I, I, I guess like, I guess the Academy side just nominated him for that instead. Oh, so I was, see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. <laughs> Fine. It gets, it gets by. It, it, it squeaks by. Yeah. Um, and that also came out in 1955. That came out in April. So he was alive when that came out. So that he was like relatively famous. Yeah. When, yeah. yeah. Like oh, when all this happened. Um, so what is your history with this movie or even like with James Dean? Like, are you, are you like into him? Like his acting style? And um, yeah, I mean, I, he, he's just one of those actors. I can just sit back and just like, you know, just kind of like tune out and kind of enjoy. You know, he's like he, he's just so naturally gifted on camera. Yeah, that it's it's just like you know, it's it's just like oh, you're you you you, you it's it's nice. You can just kind of like turn turn your mind off. Yeah, um, Brando's like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't remember the like first time I saw this movie like exactly. I feel like I feel like I heard it like being reference in like sitcoms before i saw it mm-hmm. for like the first time but i know that in high school i was going through a stage where i like finally got my own blockbuster card and um i uh what was, freedom i know it was great now it's just like <laughs> i was i was like renting like something like 20 plus movies a week so like, um so i'm sure i must have seen it during that point or something but um this is just a movie i just really like and it's just um you know it's it's just you know like fun and weird and you know just um you know it's um it's uh nice to be reminded that um that uh that uh regardless of you know the year like teenagers are basically exactly the same exactly the same right yeah (laughs) like this has so many parallels with euphoria i know i know skins and dawson's creek and like buffy like everything yeah Yeah. like uh, yeah teenagers go through the same even though in this in the 50s they look 30 yeah (laughs) and look like they're all like have children and families and like places to go but they're all just like gathered i mean mean, all these actors who played the high school students look like they've paid off one mortgage and i'm just taking out another one so like i I mean (laughs) they do especially buzz i was like how old are you dude i was like how old are any of these people it's so funny um yeah, God, that's so that's so crazy. I I don't remember the first time I saw this, but I was kind of raised on like the classics. Like my mom okay. exposed me to like old films really early. So this was one I believe I probably saw. I don't know if I rented this. I don't think we had it on tape, but I remember seeing it really young and being like, oh, it's so cool. I remember that red jacket, like the red jacket with the white shirt and the denim. Like yeah. that that whole look. Like I remember seeing, I don't know, I just remember seeing james dean posters and you know stuff like that at the mall you know you just knew who he was he was just knew he was one of those actors in the 50s so yeah this one has probably one of his most notorious roles the like you're tearing me apart like a lot of people have seen that that's like what and it's really crazy because that happens very early in the film too yeah it seems like it would happen in the middle somewhere um, but no, it happens like almost right away, like with yeah, like ten minutes. Yeah, um, I remember there was a scene from like Third Rock from the Sun where like Harry, no wait, um, where like French Stewart's 
character repeats the exact same line. <laughs> it's like, That's so so funny. I, it's, it's it's hilarious. What my fa- one of my favorite episodes of Third Rock is when uh, they f- all uh, start dreaming for the first time. Oh, <laughs> and they get like really freaked out because they're figuring out about like they like thought they were real and like all these like crazy things, and you get to like go into all their dreams, <laughs> and it's these really cool sequences, and like yeah, it's really neat. They all have like songs and stuff and it's all weird. It's, it's cool. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. I love that show. Um, yeah. So, and I also used to have like a James Dean poster in my dorm room, like every other like girl, you know, I was like, I think I had a Marilyn one at some point too. Cause I just thought he was super cool. And then the more, do you know anything about him? Like, I don't, I do kind of want to do a whole episode on him. Cause I was like, I want to talk about the movie. I don't want to get too far into James Dean. I actually do not know that much about him personally. Oh, okay. Um, I, mean, yeah. I, I, I just like know that I think he he sort of came out of like the same like acting school thought as like Brando, right? With like the whole Strasburg, right? Yeah, yeah. Lee Strasburg, yeah. Um, um, method. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and like um, I, I know that he was sort of sexually ambiguous. And, I think pretty openly too. I, there's yeah. also some kind of like. There's also some kind of, uh, I guess, uh, back and forth on whether or not some people are like, no, he never said that. And some people are like, he definitely said that. Um, Or it was definitely kind of known. But same with Brando. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was also like somewhat out but not out at the Mm -hmm. same time. Um, But yeah, for him in the 50s, uh, I heard some audio, yeah, that people are like, ah, and you live your life, you know, this way. And he's like, yep, I do. Like, you know, da-da-da. Like, whatever. As you can obviously tell, I... Uh, we're we're going to talk about this really interesting, like, you know, family dynamic that's set up through friendship and through, I don't, I mean, I don't know, like just an intense connection that these three main characters have mm-hmm. um, together. But in, in like a mini behind the scenes note that I, um, I found out that like they were just like had an amazing chemistry read, all three of them together. And that Sal Minio was actually, there was another actor that was cast to play Plato and because of Sal's like connection with all of them. And they said, especially James, mm-hmm. um, it, he got the part oh, like that's, cool. and, and they actually like gave the part to him, even though it was cast with another actor. Didn't say who the actor was though, who the other one that was cast before. But um, my other question was, well, I mentioned this earlier. I think we talked about it off air, but I was, I asked you if there were any Simpsons references because the Simpsons usually reference a lot of classic films yeah. like throughout <laughs> their, their, um, they did, didn't they do streetcar? Yeah. Well, they have an entire episode on it. So, oh, like, okay. Um, so I was we're, say, I, I we're like, we're like Marge, like uh, auditions for a musical version of a streetcar named De- desire. And <laughs> like, it's just, oh it's just, it's just, it's, it's just pretty, it's pretty funny. Oh my um, God. Um, so I wondered, I asked you, I was like, Hey, is there any, uh, rebel without a cause reference in the Simpsons? And then, um, you were talking about, we were talking about the wild one that was Brando, another yeah. one that happened, which is also so, really funny. Yeah, so I thought the line, you know, what are you rebelling against? And then the response, what do you got, was like from this <laughs> this this movie, but I guess it's not. So like, <laughs> Yeah, it's from the wild one, with okay. uh, which is like two years before this in 53 with Marlon Brando. Another one that I think I've seen snippets of. I don't think I've seen all of that. 
And then we were talking about on the waterfront and like, I could have been a contender. <laughs> like, um, so we're, there are going to be a lot of impressions in these old like backtrack movies because they're really, the way that I think the way that the actors kind of delivered their lines in the fifties were really interesting. I, I think it's just the yeah. way that, uh, speech has evolved and it just sounds so like especially like jim's mom who's a fucking bitch oh she's <laughs> awful she, she's such awful and she's so like the way she talks she talks in that very 50s kind of uh, yeah it's just weird like the way she kind of is George, like, for god's sake yeah, man yeah I know. <laughs> she's like a ball buster <laughs> for like a 50s woman you would think would be like this like meek like housewife you know but then like halfway through the movie like the fucking dad is it, like who's also um mr uh howell on gilligan's island yeah <laughs> who's like the rich guy <laughs> on gilligan's island but like it's like so funny that he's like wearing a fucking apron like a, a full-on <laughs> apron dress halfway through the movie and you're like what the fuck is going on in this house I, yeah i love how seeing his dad like demasculinize basically tr- causes him to have like an existential crisis like yeah totally <laughs> you know like, and he's just like i can't believe he's like just leave it what are you doing <laughs> yeah. um, just like i'm picking up what happened that uh that real relationship between Jim's parents is basically what Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is like, you know? <laughs> oh my god. It's just, you know, Elizabeth Taylor with a cigarette and a tumbler going like, God damn it, George! <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Oh my god, I can't wait until we just end up doing, like, dramatic readings for, like, <laughs> half of the half of the movies, like, um, also, I have to say, because this is an oldie, so I guess it makes sense to talk about oldie stuff, I just finished watching West Side Story and I was not in love with it but I kind of wanted to know what you were what you you said you you thought it was all right right yeah I mean I I enjoyed that I mean I think it was as good as the first one but I sort of enjoyed seeing a different interpretation of it yeah Um, I mean I tried to look at it that way but I wondered what was missing for me yeah, I mean, um... Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge Podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashiongrunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.